Okay, so welcome back to the Expert Edge. Really excited to have you here today. Uh, some quick announcements. Uh, if you have not experienced a workshop with me, I'm going to be running a live workshop next week. Uh, the time of the, t the dropping of this podcast, we're going, to, we're going to be running it next Wednesday, the 27th of April. So if you haven't experienced a workshop with me, this is completely free. And on the 27th of April, I'm going to be taking you through the five steps that I teach all my students and people to really crush it on virtual stages, virtual events, virtual webinars, and even live experiences so that you can really attract your audience into your programs and into your uh, yeah into your offers, and so if you're interested in attending that, it's completely free. It'll be about uh, you know an hour and twenty minutes or so, ninety minutes. It's going to be a workshop. We're going to be rolling up our sleeves. We're going to be diving in deep to some stuff. I'm going to be sharing some unique takes on things when it comes to speaking and selling on stage. And so if that's something you want to develop and grow in, uh, make sure to go to this website right now. You could even press pause and just go to Colin Boyd, C-O-L-I-N-B-O-Y-D.co, uh, colinboyd.co forward slash workshop. And if you go there, you can register for free. Uh, I'm going to be running it live and uh, it's just going to be a great experience. And so uh, check that out. Uh, we're going to be yeah running that workshop next week. Now today, uh, if you haven't yet, by the way, press pause, go and sign up and uh, come back to the podcast right now. Okay, so today, uh, today we're going to be going through the point of sale breakthrough. Uh, what I mean by that, it was a, this is a, an idea that I've been thinking about this morning, actually, when I was going for a walk. And I was thinking about the fact that it, it's, there's this weird, awkward experience that happens right before you pitch on a webinar or at a, a live event, especially a live event, if you've ever done that before, or even if you're just selling one-on-one. -on -one. You know that, that, that challenging, difficult point of where you transition into the sale? And so I want to talk about some of my psychology and some of the strategies that have helped me and my students uh, learn how to pitch more confidently and more effectively to do $10,000, $100,000, $500,000 on webinars and virtual stages and stuff like that. So if you want to learn how to do that, uh, that's what we're going to be going through today. You are listening to the Expert Edge Podcast. This is the place where experts come to command the stage position themselves as authorities, and scale their business up. Get ready to access your next level of potential with your host, Colin Boy. Okay, so you know that moment, uh, maybe you've ran a webinar before and you're finishing your content up, uh, you're doing like a review, a summary, and you know you're about to transition into your offer. You're about to transition into your pitch. Uh, and if you've ever done that before, you'll probably notice that your body has like a lot of the time for many people has like a visceral experience of feeling uncomfortable, of feeling resistance, of feeling like an imposter, of feeling like what if someone, everyone says no, like all of those sort of feelings and emotions that come up. Do you know what I mean? Uh, now, if you've done that on a webinar, then you've experienced it then. Now, also, I, I don't know whether you've done this at a live event. I know for me, whenever I have made an offer at a live event, um, when it comes to that transition point of transitioning out of the content, moving into the offer itself, 
I f- can physically, viscerally feel resistance coming up in me. And I want to talk about how to overcome that resistance. Because this is the truth, is if you are in business and you don't learn how to overcome the resistance, I'm calling it the point of sale resistance. And when I say the point of sale, it's that point of which where you transition out of your content or out of a conversation into the invitation, into your offer, into the pitch itself. If you don't overcome that resistance, you will not have a successful business, like full stop. In fact, you can do all these things like post on social media and do a whole bunch of stuff and, you know, do podcasts and and do all sort of promotional activities. But if you never come to a point where you learn to feel comfortable or even just learn to push past the resistance that comes up when you're about to sell or make a pitch, then you will not grow a successful business. Now, the good news is, is that if you're listening to me and listening to this podcast, you've been following us for a while, you're obviously interested in learning how to do that because that's one of the main topics that I help people with, which is selling on virtual and live stages, right? And so the reason why I choose stages is because a stage is a leveraged platform of communication. And so instead of getting one sale, you can get 50 sales, 100 sales, however many, right? Like the, the scale is kind of endless depending on how many people you have in front of you. And so that skill is one of the most valuable skills in the marketplace. But this is the thing is like you can learn all the skills, but if you don't, if you don't move past that place of resistance, that point of like when you, you move into it, if you don't learn to push past that, you will not grow your business to the level that you want, you want it to grow to. Um, I was listening to a podcast even this morning when I was thinking about this topic and uh, the podcaster was talking about the idea of, of just like really um, like taking a risk, right? Like just putting yourself out there, like that simple concept of taking a risk and that, that risk is not po- putting a post on social media. Like that, that's a very, 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 very small risk. I'm talking about like actually asking someone if they want to work with you, actually asking for a sale, actually pitching your offer to your audience. And that could be on email, it could be on webinar, it could be on a virtual stage, it could be on a live stage, it could be one-on-one. You know what I mean? And so if you've done that before, first of all, just acknowledge yourself for being willing to push past that discomfort. Now, what I want to take you through today, and today is going to be a bit, bit freestyle, I actually have no notes in front of me. I just wanted to talk from the heart about what that transition is like and how to get better, more confident, more certain in that transition. Okay. So the first thing is this. I, I remember for me, when I first experienced this, this was probably uh, one-on-one. When I first started my coaching business, I remember sitting across belly to belly. You know, I think we're in a live you know, office space. And, and someone said to me, you know, I talked to him, I talked about the workshop and then they said, how much is it? And at the time I remember saying to her, I said, it's $250, $250. And, uh, and I was, I was like freaking out, right? I'm thinking, oh my gosh, $250 for, I think it was like a 90 minute workshop in like a small little office. And she was like, oh, that sounds great. Right. She didn't even blink at it. But I remember for me, it was really uncomfortable to first do that, that pitch, and as my journey went on, I remember sitting across, you know, from, you know, more executives and so forth and, and saying, like, they're saying, how much for the workshop, you know, for the, the day workshop or the half an hour keynote or whatever. And I remember saying it's $10,000. And I felt the same resistance, to be honest. I felt the same fear 
at 10,000 as I did at 250. It's just that, you know, the fear uh, capacity, my capacity to handle a number and to talk about value and to talk about what I do had just grown, right? And so saying $250 or saying $10,000, it was actually a very kind of similar feeling. I know for me, one of the first times when I pitched uh, from a stage, uh, I was I was teaching my content and you come to this transition point where you know it's like you kind of lock into the home straight, right? You, it's kind of like you're driving around the track, you're going through your content and you come around that last bend and you just come into the straight and you kind of had that decision of, you know, am I just going to floor it? Or am I going to back off and let other people overtake me and kind of like not drive it till the end uh, the way that I want to? And I remember coming into that transition point, going into the pitch, and I could viscerally feel the resistance coming up. Like that resistance, you know, that imposter syndrome of like, you know, what if no one buys? This is going to be really embarrassing if no one buys. What if your offer isn't good enough? What if people join and they don't like it? What if... Um, you know, what if you fumble on the offer? What, you know, who are you to make this offer? Like all this sort of like resistance that comes up. Now that resistance, first of all, is designed to keep you exactly where you are right now. So where you are right now at your level of progress and success, all of that resistance is designed to keep you there. It's actually functioning perfectly. It's exactly what it's supposed to be doing. And so first of all, one of the strategies that I do is I acknowledge that part of me that brings up the resistance. And so if you feel resistance coming up of like, who are you to do that? Who are you to have a thousand people sign up for your webinar? Who are you to do a hundred thousand dollars on a webinar? First of all, you just acknowledge that part of you for keeping you safe, for looking after you, for protecting you because it's doing its job exactly the way it's supposed to be, right? It's doing its job to psychologically keep you where you are to protect the identity that it's let, that it's had up until that point. And so one of the best things to do is to be kind to it. And so just to acknowledge it. And I know for me, when I'm coming into that transition point, the point of sale, the point of transaction, the point of offer, I I just acknowledge that part of me. And I just thank it. And I just like, you know, thank you for looking after me, but I'm going to do this anyway, right? So it's like, I kind of do that. It's like, thank you so much for looking after me. I thank it, that little part of me. And I'm going to do this anyway. Because I know that, I think Tony Robbins talks about this experience of of doing something that feels really uncomfortable, but you know it's good for you. That's that point of transition. That's the, the point of sale transition, right? And so it feels uncomfortable, but you know it's good for you because it's going to grow your business. And you know when the people join your program, it's going to be good for them as well because it's going to help them. And so the first thing is just to acknowledge that part of your mind that's trying to protect you, Okay. So everyone just say, thank you. You might even (laughs) say that out loud right now. Just go, thank you. Just say, like, I want you to actually think about that part of you right now. Think about that part of you that's protected you. And I just want you to go, thank you. Like, just thank it. There's this soothingness about doing that, right? Take a deep breath. Just breathe out and just go, thank you. Like, thank you for, for doing the work that you've done to this point. And I'm gonna choose to live bigger now right? I'm going to choose the new identity. So that's my first thought. The second thought is this, is that I know for me, I visually picture uh, almost like my, uh, my sense of purpose coming around in front of me because what happens is I'll be standing there doing a presentation and, 
and I'll move into the pitch and I can viscerally feel resistance coming up in me. Like, like this, this, this want to, to pull back this desire to like hold back, like to take my foot off the accelerator. Right. And my encouragement is to, instead of like giving in to that resistance, you acknowledge it and then you move your purpose directly in front of you. And so what I do is I consciously think about what is the purpose of this offer? And it's not to make money. The purpose of the offer is not to make money. The purpose of the offer is to create and hold a space for the right person to commit to themselves and their own transformation on the next level. That's what it's about. Because an offer, when you think about an offer, an offer is not something that you're taking from someone. It's something that you're giving to someone. Does that make sense? Like an offer, if I offer you something, if I say, you know, hey, here's some cookies, would you like a cookie? That, that's an offer, right? Now, now, when we do that in business, we offer like a place where someone can see a transformation. So that could be your online course, that could be for us, it's Self From Stage Elite or Self From Stage Academy, right? It's this experience of where they get to use a system and a methodology that's proven to see a result faster than they would before. Instead of spending four years or five years trying to work it out, they can do it in three months or so, or even sometimes even quicker. And so, right, that's, that's the offer. But in a business transaction, for, them, for, for the, the prospect to become a client, they have to bring commitment. And commitment has a currency. And that commitment could be, if you're running a beta version of it, it could be, it could be the commitment of just turning up to the live calls and providing a, a testimonial, right? At the end, that could be, if you're doing a, a beta version, it could be that. Or if you're, you're doing a full-blown signature course offer, signature program offer, it could be you know the money that you ask for them, right? And money is just, is just a currency of commitment. Um, there's other currencies as well. There's, there's attention, there's time. There is um, focus, there is confidentiality, there is uh, energy, like all these different currencies of commitment that you're asking a prospect to bring to the table to open the door to enter the space of the offer that you're holding for them, that offer which is a sacred place of transformation. And so when you think about it, what I want you to do is I want you to think about when you're moving into your pitch, you literally bring the purpose of your pitch in front of you. And so almost like, like metaphysically, I bring, I, I remind myself and my mind of why I'm doing this. And it's not to make money. Money is part of it. Obviously, it's part of the business. It's part of what we're doing. But money isn't the only driver. The, the, the more important driver is that for the right person, when they join this program, it can genuinely change their life. And that, that for me, amplifies the, the conviction that I bring to the offer. Is this making sense? And so if you found yourself feeling um, unsettled, uncertain, unstable when you're making an offer... For me, that just says you're listening to the, that old voice. Remember the voice that we talked about acknowledging? You're listening to that voice more than you're listening to the purpose of why you're doing the offer. And remember, it's not about making money, not just about making money. Obviously, that can be part of it. 
But the less you make it about making money and the more you make it about serving your audience and for the right person when they joined, like genuinely changing their life, the more you make it about that, the more conviction you're going to bring to your offer. And so I want you to think about this. The next time you are moving into a transition to do an offer, and that could be one-on-one, that could be on a webinar, that could be at a live event, that could be on a virtual event. I want you to acknowledge that part of you that's been protecting you and keeping you safe, right? That's the first part I want you to do. The second part I want you to do is I want you to really viscerally and, and visually bring the sense of purpose that's on your life. For me, my purpose, the, the sense of purpose that I feel on my life is that when I get to the end of, end of my life, I want to feel like I've walked into as much as the, much of the potential that I could access, right? To feel like I've really walked into my potential and helped other people more effortlessly and easily walk into their potential. And for me, that's what, you know, the self from stage methodology is about is, is really just helping people walk into the potential of their ability to make money in their business faster and more easily and quicker, right? That, that, that's, that's what the program is about. So for me, when I'm selling the program, I'm not selling the program. What I'm actually doing is I'm bringing forth the purpose of my life. And I know that that's kind of like sometimes feels like a big jump, but genuinely that's how it feels for me. And so the more you can do that, the more you can tap into that purpose, the more conviction you will bring to the offer. And the more conviction you bring to the offer, the more believable the offer is, first of all, because because the offer as well, when you're pitching, is a transfer of belief. It's a transfer of, hey, I know that if you can access this system and bring the level of commitment that's needed, then you can see a result faster than you would by yourself. Right. And so when you bring that conviction to the offer, it's transferred energetically to the prospect and that um, improves the sales. Um, So is this making sense? I trust this has been valuable. And so, uh, hey, I hope this has been valuable talking about this idea of the point of transition. Acknowledge that inner resistance in you. uh, Bring the purpose in front of you and really trust the process as you make the pitch. So, hey, I hope this has been helpful. I hope this has been really useful. If it has, could you leave a comment, uh, a review, a written review and a five-star review on the podcast? That'd be great. And take a screenshot, share it on social media, tag me at Colin Boyd, and uh, I'd love to help. I'd love to hear what's been most valuable. And if you haven't yet, make sure to go and register at colinboyd.co forward slash workshop for the next workshop we've got coming up. We'll talk to you really soon. Bye for now. Why is it so hard to know what content to include in your speeches and webinars? Knowing which ideas to keep in and what to leave out is the difference between just getting claps or signing clients. If you're really serious about making your content highly persuasive, make sure to download the Persuasive Content Builder while it's still available. Go to www.persuasivecontentbuilder.com and get your step-by-step formula for designing and delivering content that connects with your audience and moves them to join your programs. Until then, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Expert Edge.